Hey guys, I want to quickly thank our sponsor, which is DB Journey. Planning a trip can be easy, but bringing the right type of bag with you isn't. That's why you should consider gear made by DB Journey. For the past decade, DB has been making custom backpacks and bags to help people on the move and get ready for anything. From the streets to even the peaks, DB's gears are refined as the best bags in the market, especially with their patented hookup system, which can help attach small products to your backpack and even tote bags. Click the link down below to get 10% off your next purchase by using the code POD10DB. It's time to move on, and time to get going. Hello, geeks everywhere, and welcome to another Geeks Crossing podcast. I'm Eric. I'm Keith. I'm Matt. And I'm Nick. And today we're joined by two very special guests. Uh, I'm Brandon. And I'm Aiden. And we're here to give you all the best geek-related content you could ask for. And today, literally five minutes ago, we just finished watching Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. And the legend of the uh, ten, ten rings. Ten rings. Yeah. The legend. I think it's yes. Shang-Chi, actually, right? Shang-Shang. Sean. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So before we go into any spoilers, we're all going to talk about our favorite, uh, like how we would rate this movie. And just so you know, and you then you can watch it. Out of ten? Yeah, we're gonna do out of ten as we have in the past. Eric, please, could you start us off? I'll give it a nine out of ten. A wow. nine? Wow, that's pretty high. Overall, Marvel movies or movies in general? Marvel movies in general. Oh, okay. I might even say it's top five material. Really? Wow. wow. Well, I guess I'm the next in the the order, so I'd give it a seven out of ten. Pretty standard. Um, a little above average. What about you, Matt? It's funny. I was thinking I was gonna say between a six point five and a seven, so maybe like a. Closer to seven, maybe six point eight, six point nine. I feel the same. I feel the same exact way. I'm a six point five. I'm like right. It's not good, but it's not bad. I just don't feel uh, comfortable giving it that seven, but I don't think it's a six. Absolutely. Yeah. What about our special guest, Brandon? Um, I think I would say it's a seven, just because I feel like most of the problems I had with it are more indicative of Marvel than the movie mm. itself. Like, uh, like what? what? I think it was an above average Marvel movie, but you know, Marvel movies are kind of like. Uh, they can be kind of samey at times, and I feel like a lot of them have the same problems. Absolutely. What about you, Aiden? Um, I uh, think I'm going to agree with Nick. Like, I'm a 6.5 about... I thought it was a really good Marvel movie, but yeah, as a movie on its own, there were a few issues. From <laughs> this point, we are going to now say that we're going to start talking about the movie, and uh, that will probably get into some pretty big spoilers. So, go watch the movie and come back to us. Mm-hmm. And without further ado... Let's just get into it. So, yeah. would anybody like to do the honors and explain what the movie's about? Go for it, man. Okay, so, I yeah. so very, very rough plot synopsis. It's a boy uh, living in California. He's, I shouldn't say a boy. He's like probably in his twenties, has a job, out of college, like all of us. Yeah, well, yeah. most well, of us. Um, yeah. well, <laughs> he's like almost like a deadbeat. You know, he's working yeah, like, like a high LA. school job. Yeah. And him and his friend. It's his name is Sean. His friend's Katie. And basically, they find out when some uh, assassins come to take his necklace that him and his sister are being hunted by their father, which the, both of them fled, and he lived in China. He's a, He is pretty much what we know in the MCU as the real Mandarin. Although He's amazing. He, yeah. Top tier. Um, and so he eventually gets them back, and they all go back to China, where he kind of explains he's been hearing their dead mother's voice, and they're all going to go to her old village, this mystical place, and, and try to save her, because he thinks they've captured her. We I mean, know that's not true. It's just an effect of... 
some kind of uh, kind of mind-altering uh, creature living in that village. But he's dead set on going to save their mom. And then we have uh, Shang-Chi and Katie and Shang-Chi's sister, who I'm so sorry, I don't even, is it Zhao Jing, right, or Zhe Ling? yeah. Well, the three of them like all team up with the old Mandarin, who's been imprisoned as a court jester, and they go to this mystical city and they fight to save it. And in the process, there's dragons and yeah, soul suckers, dragons, soul sucking creatures, and giant lions, and it was weird little creatures with no heads. Well, it's a lot of uh, Chinese uh, mythology, which is super cool. So basically, yeah, you know, it, it's big battle, standard fare to, in the defense of this mystical realm. Uh, where Shang-Chi and his uh, best friend and his sister go on the team of, they kind of switch sides, they don't want their father to destroy this village. And it's a big battle, really cool epic stuff, but basically the Ten Rings, which are these mystical artifacts that have been keeping their father alive for a thousand years, they end up switching hands, they end up going to Shang-Chi after his father's death. And now, in the future of the MCU, we have this really all-powerful being He's got, I guess, powers that nobody's ever really seen before. Nobody knows what's going on with oh, those rings. Oh, you're talking about with the end? Yeah, I'm talking about yeah. the movie and also how it's going to set up the future. Absolutely. So, yeah. Matt, I'm so sorry. Those birds were kept interrupting your synopsis. <laughs> no, they were probably just saying, more, more, go yeah. on, go on, do in you, bird. Do you guys know anything about the uh, the Ten Rings uh, or how this actually is in comics? Because I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not familiar either. I, yeah, I'm drawing a Oh, uh, no, I'm a DC comic person. <laughs> oh, I was going to yeah. say, I thought Nick was the no, comic No, no, I'm, I'm more DC comics. Okay, so, so we don't really know actually what's going on, so we are all... All of our information is just from the movies. Can I offer my theory? Well, I don't know if we're going to get into the post credit scene yet, but I do have a theory on it. Absolutely. What, what's your theory? So it's like the rings are exuding like some sort of, they're a beacon, right? Yeah. The rings are calling out for something. And my original theory upon seeing that was they belong to the gold people from Guardians of the Galaxy 2, who we know have are going to uh, show up because they're building like what is it black adam or something no it's dc adam DC. warlock adam, adam warlock, warlock yes that's it so yes. i don't know i just thought because they're it's like a beacon in the universe it's probably not yeah. gonna happen but that's what i thought when i saw that i was thinking along the lines of because they kept on talking about the multiverse and they were saying of how the you know the dragon and um the people from the village were not from this universe they kept on saying how they're yeah not they from kept the seeing different universes so that was weird i think it's calling to somebody from the multiverse i don't know who it may mm. be but I think that's the way they're going to go with this. Yeah. And um, especially if they're doing the multiverse, it might be... 20 uh, Yeah, I was going to say, more people <laughs> with rings. rings you know? okay, I was about to say, do you yeah, think this is going to have any connection towards what if? I don't think what, what if, if is going to be... I, I think... What if hasn't branched... I'm not going to spoil anything, but Ten Rings have not been mentioned once. I didn't think so. Because it's, it's brand new. Well, I mean, the what if can go for anyway, anything. Yeah. You know? yeah. The what if is just a what if. You know, what if um, instead of running away you know shang chi or uh he stayed with his father you know he joined him instead of run away yeah so but i, I should say from what they know what we all know and what they've said there is no shang chi thing in season one yep maybe down the line they'll renew it for another season and they'll do something yeah no, that's why i mean like maybe in season two mm, maybe they do doctor strange in one f right they did they just did they There's just did i kind of watched that show. Uh, one out of nowhere yeah. he's like Always in the back telling Doctor Strange not to be reckless, and here he is gambling in an underground <laughs> fighting ring and grabbing people from he's China. Gotta, he's got to make like, we need you. So now diving deeper into the movie, I think that was actually probably the best part was having Juan in here, yeah, and the father was also yeah. the, the best part of the whole movie. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you guys mm -hmm. think? I think the father was the best part. I think he was a great villain, you know. Uh, he was, I think he's one of the better villains. Yeah, he was. He was misguided, but he was villain. Yeah. Well, 
I see. He I, was the, man, the the real Mandarin, definitely. I see. I wouldn't even say though that he, he was, was a villain because everything he was doing was such a good and like from a pure intent. It was to save his yeah, wife. And was. seeing that, like, I mean, I think especially all of us all being guys here, I think it's a part of you know the, of that whole male. I don't want to say fantasy, but always being the white knight, you know, yeah. coming to save. It's also person yeah. and not stopping on anything, and the fact that he went against everything to save uh-huh. his wife. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was pretty much blinded by his own ambitions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. oh, yeah. Well, like his love, but I guess yeah. maybe it's also, yeah, also kind of like the irony that he goes back to being like a warlord, even after he kind of gave it up for his wife. Oh yeah, and he becomes yeah. a war like this warlord again just to save her. Exactly, and I mean, he gave you just said he gave up all the power he had, mm-hmm. and because he gave it up, she died. He takes it back and is like, oh, I'm going to save her i'm gonna get her back yeah. so he was really uh, such a pure person like he loved his kids like truly like from what you saw everything he did like he could have killed them multiple times yeah. but we well, definitely had a, a, father. a strange relationship with his children like oh that's for sure yeah <laughs> hey i'm gonna kidnap you guys from your lives and take you back to training. i'm gonna train you to be an assassin at uh, nine and he go kills one at 14 go. this is completely irrelevant i know it's not true but i did say to brandon aiden like i got kind of ozai vibes from from him sometimes uh, but i think yeah. it was just because the dead mom and the assassin kids yeah i think that was i, I don't think character ozai i know absolutely, like not. Evil. absolutely not like uh um, i didn't think that was funny i get is it the mandarin like is that i don't We got another. This is the second time in a row after Loki where we've gotten a villain say, "I go by many names," and then lists them. It's like, tell us your goddamn name. Like, (laughs) what's your name? But yeah, he was obviously a little bit more. What's your name? (laughs) With like a specific purpose for his uh, wrongdoings. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say probably the dad was the best character. I did. uh, I did like Aquafina's performance. Katie, I think she was pretty funny. It was fun. She was, I <laughs> won't lie, the arrow part where it was like she had the one arrow. And uh, yeah. A little, a little bit gimmicky. A little bit of suspend uh, disbelief. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was so annoyed that she sat there with the arrow in the bow, like knocked, ready to shoot. And she watched her mentor die in front of her. Like, you, yeah. so you're telling me you couldn't just like shoot super quick? Like she was yeah. like, oh, well, it's kind of like the blinded by fear kind of thing, I guess. No, yeah. well, no I mean, that, that was a very like realistic and uh human thing to happen but then like right after that she's like oh, oh i'm just gonna i'm gonna uh, yeah. shoot the giant beast yeah, kind of i guess it was like a motivator but i agree with you guys delayed reactions mm. <laughs> yeah i don't know it se- it seemed a bit too much yeah um, i was also a little disappointed with shang chi kind of not doing anything i felt like he was a very lackluster he didn't really have a big personality like yeah um, kinda, yeah. at, at the same time, like I really did like it. Was funny the the fake out scene at the beginning, where I, yeah, it's a, was, yeah. like the really rich guy gets out of his limo, and yep. I was literally about to roll my eyes, like, dude, another rich egotistical superhero story. Wow, haven't heard one of those before. Not Doctor Strange, Iron Man, yeah, yep. these aren't getting old. But then they could have just made him a loser, and I was like, yeah, they kind of didn't really funny. play into it the best. Kind of, like they have the one scene where it's like, oh, when are you gonna grow up? And yeah, like, they don't like, really do anything. With like that. they stay out all night playing, doing karaoke. But I, I felt like um. It's like he had to learn who he was, and then Aquafina's character, who I always just call Aquafina, even uh, though Katie, her name is Katie, she had to kind of learn to accept yeah. responsibility and stuff too. Oh yeah. Which? So is she a superhero? Uh, I <laughs> guess she'll be like, she'll have like a bow and arrow probably now. She's made one shot. So she's she a superhero. Is she gonna be the next Hawkeye? Going. <laughs> oh, oh she's an Hawkeye. <laughs> going back though to what you just said, I think that was probably the coolest thing about these heroes was that instead of doing, you know, oh, like they're superheroes, you know, they're like what we should be. 
they were the losers of society. Like I really vibed with that, you know, having yeah. like like all my friends having real jobs, being a teacher, <clears throat> and then you know being like just a delivery driver, doing this and that. Like I really vibed with them as a character, um, yeah. and what their whole thing was. And it's like, oh, you know, we could make the smart decision, or we could go karaokeing. <laughs> so that was super super cool. But at the same time, there was just a lot of, I guess, f bad writing almost uh, with mm. some of their, their things. Well, I'm looking back at uh, Shang-Chi with his whole, like, when he's when he's in the village and oh. he's learning and they're like, oh, you, you got to, like, accept who you are from both sides, like your mom and your dad. And he's like, that's it. I made up my mind. I'm going to kill my dad. I'm like, where did that come from? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what? Like, like, your whole thing is that you're an assassin and, like, oh, you hate this way. And now you're like, oh, no, I'm just going to have to kill him. Like, yeah. I don't know. That just seemed to be such a, like, are you stupid, man? But I, I feel like she was like... one of those characters that they're probably just building up to do something later on. Okay. I mean, in the yeah. second. Because they, they have fighting. her in, like, yeah. the last half yeah, yeah. man. She did a lot of cool fighting stuff, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. like. I guess the reason why I rank this movie so high is because it doesn't feel like a more I can oh, no, see that. Yeah. You, Aiden and I it's were like, talking about it. This direction yeah. they went, it goes beyond what you see in typical Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. What were you saying, Ray? Aiden and I were talking about how, like, the first kind of part where they're in California, it's just like regular Marvel antics, and like that was kind of like so the part we didn't like as much. But yeah. then once they get to China, it gets a lot more like interesting. Like, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. like the visuals, the fight scenes. Even Amazing. though this is Marvel, it still feels fresh in a way. So I guess I was easily amused by it. Yeah, and I, I see what you're saying, but like that bus scene was really. I panicky. dude, the guy yeah. on the bus who's like live streaming it was maybe like the least funny I thing I've like ever seen in a Marvel. Really, they I didn't think that was funny at all. Yeah. Yeah. It just goes to show that Marvel. Yeah. Isn't afraid to dip their toes into new genres, so to speak. Yeah, yeah I'm glad they're taking like risks. The martial arts stuff, yeah. yeah. The and I think it paid off. Well, maybe I'm being too over positive, but. I think it'll pay off. I think, yeah, I think it's done. I, yeah. I oh, know yeah. some people disagree because it's like, oh, you know, you're watching a superhero movie. They're supposed to be superheroes, you know, have something special, which is where, you know, the Ten Rings come in. But I did think it was cool that, you know, anybody who really yeah. devotes their time to martial arts could kind of yeah. become almost like that i mean you're, you yeah. know you're not going to see anybody hanging Super outside skilled. of a, yeah. like yeah. black widow almost i think that's yeah. really, like, like a really really firm training and that's the whole marvel, marvel thing is that like it's like they're all like just people like spider-man just like a guy who got yep. by spider could have been anyone so far in this uh in these past like months we've gotten the two marvel four, movies yeah. that both deal with martial arts with black widow like just hand-to-hand -hand combat yeah. and shang-chi yeah. but unlike black widow this is more authentic yeah, so, yeah. and also shang-chi does now have magical artifacts oh, now, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, so i guess now yeah what i was also going to say do you think because i believe we all agreed that the villain the dad was more like a better character than almost anybody else i think he was definitely one of the strongest most interesting characters yes yeah. yeah okay and i think he got the most development out of anything that, that was a big thing. So I was going to say, do you think because he was really the only villain, like, there was really no other yeah. uh, villains? There were a couple, like, the small people, but they got nothing, no development. Oh, like the no guy with the, the hand? Yeah, the sword. Oh, the sword hand. Hand. And the ninja that they killed off in two seconds. Oh, yeah, that guy them. just kind of died. He yep. was the, got this first soul sucker killed him. Yep. Yep. I, I saw that. I was like, really? That guy just yeah. died? Really? I, I guess yeah. that was a show like, that they're serious. Yeah. That was like a Captain Phasma yeah. moment. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, they didn't make him seem like a main character. They just made him yeah. seem like tougher than the other Because he had the cool costume. Well, he has a different costume. They kept on going back into Shang-Chi's background being like, oh, that was his trainer. That was his mentor that kept on beating him up and beating him up. So it's like, oh, you know, they're going to get some redemption arc, you know, this or that. And they're like, oh, no, he just dies. So not going to lie. I understand the point of it. And I wasn't really annoyed by it while watching. But thinking back, 
There were a lot of times where the plot just stopped for a flashback. Yeah. Like, a lot of times yeah. where it was, like... And it's, like, disjointed. I, I don't know. Yeah, well, like, it happened a lot. Well, talking about how Marvel's trying new things, it was kind of cool because it was every time yeah. the character learned something new about, like, the backstory or he yeah. was talking about it, it would jump in. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I'd rather yeah. that than them just do the whole flashback thing at the beginning. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. because yeah. Or also, just, you don't have to do flashbacks, though. But, yeah, also, Katie didn't know anything about Shang-Chi's past. So I feel like it was also us learning with her. Oh, okay. Like, they lived yeah. a normal life, and then we start learning, like, everything about, like, him. And then we meet the sister, and we learn everything about her. And then we yep. get to know the father more and his plans, and we learn about him. Fair enough. Well and said, I feel Aiden. like the flashbacks helped, like, show Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Well said, Aiden. So, yeah. going back to uh, how I was mentioning before with the, um, the father being ultimately one of the, the better characters of this movie, if not the best... I was going to say, do you think that was because he was really the only true villain we had? Whereas you had, you know, the sister and Katie yeah. and Shang-Chi and you had a lot of different, I guess, what is it, protagonists? Yeah. So. Um, what I was thinking is that I think he got the most development because he's the only character that's probably just going to be in that movie. And like, that's kind of yeah. like the MCU, yeah. the MCU curse. The arcs span multiple movies. Like, Tony Stark has, like, a whole arc from, from every Iron Man movie and every Avengers movie. So, the reason he's probably the most fleshed out is just because he's only in that, going to be in that movie. That pissed me off kind of when he died. I was like, really? This is a good villain. You guys yeah. don't have a lot of good villains anymore. Absolutely. <laughs> you, killed, good, uh, you killed off a bunch of them, and then the other ones that you weren't there, you, had, you did a bunch of not very yeah. good ones. It's kind of like the he realized that what he's doing is wrong, but he yeah. also realized that he's kind of... Through everything he's done, he's beyond kind of. Who's the only main villain right now in the MCU? Just Kang? I think that's the only one that really. Main villain? Yeah, I mean, technically speaking, Agatha Harkness is still around. You still have. The Flag Smashers might still have some people. But maybe. I hope not. I don't think so. who, who's the lady from the, the Winter Soldier one? The one who gets. Uh... Oh, Madam Hydra! Oh. Oh, is that yeah, Madam yeah, Madam, Madam Hydra, Hydra. and uh, and then you have yeah. So there's technically Madam Hydra's crew, which we know nothing about. But I'm yeah, not that's sure gonna make an Black Widow. I was expecting it because I I started wondering, are they gonna start doing like a reverse Nick Fury? At oh, the yeah. end of all the old movies, Nick Fury shows up at the end like, hey, we're making a team. Oh, yeah. So I thought they were gonna do something like that now because they've done it twice. But kind of a personal gripe. I would have loved to see a bit more of the other MCU characters aside from the post credit scenes, but. And again, it's trying to be its own story that yeah. just so happens yeah. to connect to the overall plot. But I don't know. I still enjoy it nonetheless. Yeah, I do have a respect for the breath of fresh air that is. Okay, cool. New character, new story. We're, we're moving yeah, on. Yeah, new setting. We get a Finally movie just character. by ourselves. I mean, ourselves. we have uh, yeah. Ben Kingsley. Yeah, I, but, I, but that's the kind of thing where I was really happy. I yeah. was like, oh, wow. It's, like okay. it's like a minor character. Yeah. Pretty much only there for comic relief. Like, Yeah. Which like, we never find out what happens to that guy. Like, yeah. does he go back to prison? Does he? Maybe he's no, he was in, uh, in the village, sending off the, the boat. Yeah, 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 we saw that. But then Shang Chi and everybody else sure. left the village. I, 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 I don't imagine know. he stayed behind. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, that's another part that I wish they elaborated on. Yeah, it's funny. As the comic relief guy, he had maybe like ten lines of dialogue. Yeah, I think he was probably the funniest character. In the oh yeah, like all the Marvel movies obviously try super hard to be funny at weird times and especially yeah. after a war, we see many many dead bodies and his little puffy friend. What's his name? Oh, um, Morris. Morris. Oh, yeah. Morris goes up to him saying like, "Oh my God, my friend is dead. Joe, buddy, it's just an act. I'm an entertainer. Remember?" <laughs> 
Yeah. Also, I can't be the only one that thought about Pokemon when I saw those freaking mythical creatures. Oh, and Ninetales. Oh, no, one of them was literally like the, uh, the inspiration for Ninetales. Yeah. Ninetales yeah. Nine was inspired, yeah. That, that, oh. It's like a Chinese oh. myth that inspired that. That makes sense. That makes sense. I was like, yeah. holy shit, I there's like, Ninetales <laughs> and Vulpix. I, I heard everybody's like, oh my god, Ninetales, Ninetales. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then, Matt, you said those lion creatures kind of look like Arcanine, but. Yeah, Brandon said. I, no, I said it was like the the new thing with the new Growlithe form. Like, oh, oh yeah, that's cool. what Arcanine would look like if they were dead. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. I thought say Arcanine's more wolf like more instead of like, like, But, but Arcanine is inspired by Chinese mythology. Yeah, too. that's what I, yeah. So, you don't know. I don't know. I'm not the animal expert, that is. <laughs> Well. Going back to the movie, what did you all think about the Chinese dialogue and the subtitles? Because well, I mean, that was authentic. Like, yeah, I, mean, it I liked like that. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. Make the movie more authentic. Yeah. yeah, like keep us infested mm -hmm. for what culture you're coming from. Like, like, if the whole thing was Chinese, I could say like, yeah, it makes sense, but. Like, I don't know. I don't want to watch a, a whole movie of just sub. See, I agree with you guys. I think it was actually really well done with how they put it in and out. And I love the fact that they made Katie not know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. So when they were all speaking in Chinese, you know, in China, she was like, oh, I don't understand this. And I'm like, oh, we, we know English. Like, we, yeah. could, we could do ABC. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, okay. So that was a cool way for them to, you know, yeah. have an English part of the movie when it, it should have been in Chinese. So that was extremely well done. Yeah. However, I will say the fact that Kitty did not know Chinese really threw me because in the village, there were the times where they're talking Chinese and like, she kind of like nods or whatever. Yeah. Like, and part of me was like, okay, so she doesn't understand. She's doing like just that smile and like wave thing <laughs> that most people that don't know the language do is they, they just smile yeah, and nod. Like, yeah, yeah. I think maybe, How, did they say like, my Chinese is bad? Like she knows some Chinese? Well, that's, see, that's what I was Because her grandma spoke yeah, it. Yeah, so, uh, so maybe she knows like a little bit, but that wasn't very well elaborated. I agree with Absolutely. you, Keith. If she is supposed to know a little. I did like though of how this broke the typical mold of where, you know, you see the assassins, the big guy in the beginning of the movie, and like towards the end, they were more good. Like that typically yeah. doesn't happen. Usually when you see the one big bad guy, it's like, okay, he's bad, whole movie. But they did have their own little redemption arc. And I think that goes into another point. Do you think the sister is going to become evil now because she's a part um, of the, the game? I don't know. That's I don't a good question. I don't, I don't think, think she'd so. be evil. I think yeah, she's going to like have the ten rings. Well, it's supposed, uh, like yeah. how Wakanda has their army. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. can call on her. I mean, they kind of faked this out. Like something sinister was about to happen, and oh, she's just reopening her own club. Yeah. But you never know. This could lead to something sinister. Yeah, I don't well, know. I, don't I wouldn't say. So. I wouldn't say it's a fake out necessarily. Like I feel like it's. I don't know, like, uh, it's I'm literally just, just her training super soldiers all of a sudden. She didn't really I'm just saying. Her I think it was more that really she didn't, like, she didn't like the way that she ran it, like, the whole Plus no she had girls training thing. Yeah. Like, she yeah. wanted to, like, just redo it, sort of. So, so far, with every, like, I guess, introduction to the MCU, there's no more origin stories. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, well, they're doing I Blade, they right? Will. Yeah, they're, they're will, doing yeah, Blade. No, this was kind of an origin story. It was kind of like... Yeah, the rise of Shang-Chi as superhero, but it wasn't like we know he everything. starts out normal guy and learns how to train, like say Doctor Strange. Okay, he yeah, but it, it literally, but it shows all that happening, just not in order. Like everything you ever need to know about how Shang-Chi became who he is, yeah. is shown in, that, in this movie. That's well, a good point. So with Iron Man 1, you see him as Tony Stark and then at the end actually being Iron Man. Well, yeah. Like this one, he's still Shang-Chi all well, the way through. I agree more yeah. with Matt though. I think this is actually an origin story because 
a character that was added without an origin story was somebody like Black Widow. You see her doing her assassin stuff during Iron Man, during this, and she's kind of always there. And then they gave us, you know, this like origin story one now where it's like, oh, you see her family, you see yeah. how she became. Yeah. So this was definitely an origin story because as Matt said, like you saw him before, you saw how he became the hero, yeah. and now you see him get the Ten Ring. I guess it's a pseudo origin story. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or like a new way of telling an origin story, which I think is pretty cool. But yeah, other than Shang-Chi, I'm trying to think. I mean, it's just been uh, WandaVision, Loki, Falcon, Winter Soldier, and Black, Black Widow, Widow, and none of those were origin stories, so you're right. But we have the Eternals. I mean, yeah, obviously, it's a new character. I forgot about the Eternals. So. I haven't seen the trailer yet, I'm a, so... The second trailer dropped, and now I'm actually more excited for it. Okay, so I I'll have to watch that. I the second trailer. Yeah, I haven't even seen haven't the seen first one. Yeah. Um, but, okay, that, that's You should come in blind if you're curious to see it. Yeah, I probably will. Oh, I went into this seen. pretty much blind. Yeah, I, I hadn't seen it I didn't really watch yeah, the no. official trailers. I'd seen, like, some of the commercials. I thought it looked kind of cool. And, yeah, I think I'm glad I did. I wonder if that is why we also all rated it like so high so to speak because i wonder if we watched the trailers if we would have been like oh spoilers yeah i, I don't Go, going into spider-man everyone wants like toby Maguire, andrew garfield and i feel like if they're not in it it's going to be a total letdown yeah so, it's true it the people have set their standards yeah. so high whereas with this we all came in kind of expecting nothing yeah like with no expectations at least not yeah i think yeah nothing, but we were like, all right, let's just see what happens. They're expecting a lot from Spider-Man. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Spider-Man. Every, every Spider-Man movie, they're expecting something. He's the most famous Marvel character. Yeah, but like this one. They're, they're, expecting, yeah. they're expecting the world, so, and it's like... Well, technically, they're expecting more. I can already imagine what it's going to be like when we eventually do a podcast episode about that. Oh, I'm excited yeah. for that. I want to see that midnight. I want to see that opening. I night. would see that midnight. Let's do it. Yeah. So now, going back to the whole um, Shang-Chi, I want to go back through... Uh, one more time and see what you would rate it after we talked about it after we let it sit and the best and worst part of the movies okay um, and hopefully we'll spark some more discussion so nick please uh go first best part was definitely probably what matt said with the psyching out where you think he's gonna be the stuck up rich dude with a nice suit and tie no he's a uh, valet parker that's yeah uh, that was probably the best moment uh, the worst was kind of thing with the underwater stuff was kind of too long yeah. When he's like drowning, yeah. I'm like, really? You think they cut been... to it like three times, <laughs> yeah. like 30 seconds each. I was like, hey. honestly, at that moment, I thought they were going to bring in like the Mariner, the uh, underwater. Oh! Because like, I'm like, what could be down here? And it's like, oh, it's a dragon. I thought really? it was going to be his mom or something, like his yeah. spirit or something yeah. rise up. I was like, oh. It would make sense with the. No, it's the dragon. Um, I think it still stays a 6. Stays a 6.5 for you? I'll bring it down to a 6.5 too, just because thinking about it, yeah, there were like a few little problems I can think of that we've talked about, like kind of Katie and sometimes yeah. knowing a little bit, which I guess you could shrug off, but they really didn't explain it 100% well. But my, you know, still good. 6.5 is still very good. Honestly, 6.5 is way too close to what I gave Falcon Winter Soldier, so I'm gonna go back up to a 6.9. As for my least favorite and favorite scenes, favorite scene. Um, I'm trying to, I don't want to just copy you. The village battle was pretty cool. I really liked the design of all the creepy, horrible dragon monsters, and I liked yep. how they were kind of fighting. Um, least favorite? I don't know if I would say the uh, the post-post-credit scene was disappointing. Honestly, I feel like the two post-credit scenes should have been switched. Yeah. Because one of them is very important for, like, oh, yeah, this is what this major character is doing now. Rebuilding the Ten Rings, really important for the future of the MCU on Earth. And then the other one's more of the lorry, like, really far future thing. I think they were pretty well, though, done, because 
of how the, where the movie ends. The movie ends with them going through the, the oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, the first end credit scene would make sense to be that like right after instead of it being whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. Now that's my thoughts, Eric. What about you? I'm willing to lower my score to an eight out of ten because we all make valid points, but I still think it's top five material. Not as movie as a whole, but in terms of Marvel movies in general. Mm. I really love the visuals, the fight scenes, the directions they went with, the character development of the father. Some parts were predictable. Mm. Some parts did drag on, like you said, Nick. And I wish they added a bit more Marvel representation, you know, from past films. But, you know, that's just a minor gripe. I still enjoy the film, and I wouldn't mind seeing it again. Real excited to see what direction they're going to go with next, especially now that Shang-Chi's could be more involved with the overall MCU. Favorite and least favorite scene? I enjoyed the bus scene, even though you guys said it's just a gimmick. No, I thought the scene itself was cool. No, it's just, just the vlogger. Like, oh, just like the, the, the joke Oh, the vlogger, stuff. yeah. The vlogger that, was, that was very gimmicky. Yeah. I enjoyed the bus scene. Mm. I enjoyed the chemistry between Aquafina and Shang-Chi. <laughs> I know I feel bad. I keep calling her Aquafina, but that's basically who she is. She's like, yeah, exactly. And I do like the comic relief. Sure, they're not the best in terms of the Marvel movies we've seen lately, but they did their job. They entertain us. I mean, that's the whole point of being the comic relief. Yeah. My least favorite scene, I, I wouldn't call it scene, but more like a missed opportunity, was the Max guy, Shang-Chi's trainer, whatever his name was. I feel like he was a missed opportunity because they had him training in the flashbacks. He was in a couple fight scenes, but then during the Great War, they killed him off. Like immediately. He, yeah, immediately. He lacks substance, in my opinion. Yeah. But other than that, I'm still keeping it a rating of 8 out of 10. All right, Brandon. Uh, I'm going to stick with a 7 out of 10. Solid movie. They introduced a lot of really cool stuff. Very interesting location. Some good fight scenes, characters. I enjoyed it overall. My favorite scene or scenes or elements. I actually really did like the flashback stuff. I like that we sort of, as the movie went on, we got more and more pieces of the past like kind of put together instead of just knowing everything right away. I agree with Eric in that I liked the chemistry with Shang-Chi and Aquafina. I feel like a lot of love interest characters are kind of boring. Like the one from Doctor Strange, like whatever her name was. Oh, God. And it just didn't do anything. Literally. And I like that she was like a big part of the story and she was just kind of like a normal girl. And then my least favorite parts, just like the usual Marvel stuff, like they went a little overboard on the CGI at times. <laughs> like the big yeah, dragons, true. the dragons were cool, but that when he defeats the dragon, it's like he's running up on it and it's all the shaky cam stuff. It's just, yeah. I'm gonna keep it at a 6.5. I thought it was a really good movie, but yeah, there were flaws. I'll say my favorite scene, I really liked the fight scene. I'm not a huge fan of fight scenes where they're just fighting like goons, but I did really <laughs> like the fight scene on like the side of the building yeah, when they were trying was, to get out. That was, I thought cool, like yeah. the, the reflection on the windows always looked really cool and like just the scaffolding, I thought that was a really cool like. I wasn't a huge fan of how they just kind of threw Abomination in there for like a minute and I feel like just to get people to talk more about the movie. I like the movie speaks for itself. Oh. Like Wong, I feel like was important enough to the plot that he could be there. But Abomination just kind of just showed up for fan service. All right, Keith. So now going to myself, before I talk more, I think I'm going to adjust the rating to a 6.6 .6 out of 10. What um, were you at previously? Uh, a seven. Oh, so okay. it it's still rounds up to the seven, but it's not as good. Um, the best part, once again, was definitely the villain. It was definitely the father, the Mandarin. He was such a cool 
guy and I really wish we could have seen more of him because mm -hmm. just like they've done with people in the past especially in Black Panther they make cool villains and then just kill them off what was the, the one guy with the no, cyborg kill him off. oh the cyborg arm guy no. cyborg oh arm guy uh, the, what's yeah. his name his name's Claw yeah he would because he was like one of the big villains in Ultron. uh in, in Ultron. well no not even Ultron in Black Panther, uh, Black Panther yeah. he walks up and he's like oh like I did my part of the deal like now give me like whatever he was looking for and the guy just shoots him and kills him I'm like like okay like dies in a, a plane graveyard that's cool like, General Hux moment <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so he was the, the father was an amazing uh, character and it was funny uh, throughout the, the movie I was actually rooting for the father like <laughs> I thought it was such a flip reverse uh, moment because I'm like this guy's trying to save his wife he loves his kids the kids are like being little like shits like <laughs> but his wife wasn't in there well, but it he was thought he was going crazy it's, no I, I know well we know that yeah, yeah. but it was also but like he didn't know. exactly and also, yeah. by the off chance like also how do we know like I wish Marvel would do something like that where like the whole movie where like come on like he's the villain like ex exactly like this and have him be like no I'm sticking to my guts I'm gonna do this everybody's like oh my god like he's stupid and he's right. he op yeah opens yeah. up the door and his wife's actually behind there and he, they're like wait what like like that would be such a cool turnaround. That would be because cool, it's also yeah. like, how do we know? You know, he was wrong. Obviously, we trust the dragons and whoever, like the, the cool people, the people that are supposed to be correct. Which also goes to the the bad part, which is I think that the heroes, for the most part, Katie and Shang Chi, I feel like, and his sister, like I feel like they all had rather poor character development or like mm. character development with like plot holes where it just didn't match up. Mm -hmm. So that happens in a lot of Marvel movies. Absolutely. And going from that, I feel like there were just a few scenes where like, it's funny because overall the movie flowed rather nicely, especially towards the end. But I feel like a lot of it was just up, like bounced around almost too much, like seeing the fight scene in the beginning. And I see it's so hard to explain. Uh, I mean, as this point, everybody should have watched it. So I hope you understand what I'm talking about, where it's, it just almost feels rushed to the point where they have, you know, as Eric said, like the, the cool um, rival, the mentor of Shang-Chi, and then they kill him off for just whatever, just to be like, oh yeah, look, like they're bad news. They killed them fast. And it just felt like there was a lot of, see, I don't want to say plot holes because it's not leaving us being like, oh, I wonder how that happened, but almost poor writing, so to yeah. speak. The fact that they brought up the whole karaoke thing, I think that was the best <laughs> that was part. Um, it was a little annoying that they had uh, Bruce Banner and um, Carol Danvers. Thank you, yes. Um, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Thank you. I was like, what, what's, what's the name of Captain Marvel? It's okay. Yeah, She's a, easily forgettable. There's just so many say, characters. In I, don't, well, I, don't, I don't really like Captain Marvel. Like, I, I was like, a problem with that movie, too. She didn't really have an arc in that mm -hmm. movie. Captain Definitely. Marvel. Exactly. And I was going to say, like, I feel like with Captain Marvel, like... Her powers are cool, though. They, yeah, well, yeah. I was going to say, I feel like they gave her such cool powers for, like, such a stupid, like, person almost. <laughs> So like it was the fact that Captain Marvel was there and Bruce Banner I was kind of like why not Doctor Strange like you know you think Wong uh, would well, go to like, Doctor Strange or maybe you know, he's in the been... middle of dealing with Spider Man but they have that whole because they're like rebuilding From... the Avengers yeah. and I think that's more Hulk and Captain Marvel in that because they're friends with uh, what's his name but the they were all there in the projectors so. when they were God, talking wait. about well, oh, Nick Fury Nick Fury they're, like, they're Nick all Fury. people that Nick Fury has interacted with so obviously they're going to be a part of the Avengers he's hanging out in space. Some goddamn reason. I don't know. He's, yeah, he's exactly. the answer to that. Yeah, that's actually yeah. he doesn't want to deal with any of this shit. <laughs> he's done his part. Which I would also just like to say, Captain Marvel did go across, you know, the universe, especially in Endgame, multiple times. 
picking people up, doing this and that. What's taking Nick Fury so freaking long to get back? Like, they said he technically left in the 90s. Like, yeah, that was... What? Yeah, technically the whole entire time. It hasn't been him. Scroll. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah, that was the whole point. Of, oh. You didn't watch Captain Marvel. No, I didn't. I know it involves scrolls and Nick Fury and stuff. Wow, okay. Interesting. Forget that I said that. <laughs> I, it's been out like three years, four years. It's my own fault. Yeah. Uh, that was the other thing too about the post credit scene is that Hulk found out how to control his Hulk again. Absolutely. It's no more Professor M Hulk. Much like Professor Hulk, it happened off screen. Yeah. So. <laughs> like, are there just like secret Hulk movies that we yeah. don't know about? I just make another Hulk movie. I don't see. I don't understand. Uh, well, I thought that was. Oh, another, it's like a contract. It's thing a contract. Right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's why they've been doing like yeah. all of his stuff. Uh, with like Thor Ragnarok was a big Hulk movie. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Secretly. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's like off-screen Professor Hulk development, off-screen, back to normal. Yeah. Maybe they are going to do some big Hulk movie in the future. Maybe. I don't well, know. Well, they're, they're doing She-Hulk. They are doing She-Hulk. Yeah. Is that yeah, a part of yeah. the MCU, though? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Did they, did, I was going to say, did they finally, did Sony finally get their contract? I think it's more that She-Hulk is kind of like a loophole. Oh, yeah, okay. technically, we don't have the rights to She-Hulk. No, he did, he did, yeah. he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what about all you people that are listening right now? What do you think of Shang-Chi? Did you love it? Did you hate it? Tell us in our Discord server. A link will be provided, as always, along with one to our Instagram page, at Geeks Crossing. Continue to support us on all available platforms, such as Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and even iHeartRadio. And thank you, Aiden and Brandon, for joining us. <laughs> Anytime. I'm glad to be of on course. the podcast. Of course. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Tell oh, your, oh, yeah. I was going to say, tell the Marvel fans in your life about our podcast yeah. if they're not listening to it already, because they will get a kick out of it. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and be sure to follow Nuclear Bacons, Cryptolock Games, and Carabyte on Twitch. Yeah. Trust me, you won't regret it. And more importantly, stay true to your geek selves. Yeah.